evening, everyone. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I ran a um, weekend module for our Buddhism and psychotherapy course, and my module was on um, Buddhism and relationships. And I had a segment in there which was about um, love and sex and Buddhism, you know, sort of general, sort of talk about that. And there was one, there was one part in it um, where I was, I was surprised um, that the audience I was presenting to, who were um, psychotherapists and psychologists with a, some Buddhist training, um, I was actually surprised at their surprise at something that I said. I thought it was kind of, everyone knew that. Anyway, so I'll share it with you. So you probably are aware of the distinction be, of, that I'm going to make because um, I've talked about it before, but it's probably worthwhile discussing again. But it's about attachment and detachment and non-attachment. Um, but first of all, a couple of Zen stories, which probably are the only Zen stories around that have anything to do with um, sex, love, that kind of general thing. And you're probably familiar with them. Um, one is called um, uh, Muddy Road, where there are two monks, an older monk, senior monk and a younger monk, walking along a, a country road, and they come to a stream and they see a young um, geisha on the other side of the, of the stream. And the stream is very muddy and she's standing there. So the older monk walks across the stream, picks her up in, her, in his arms, carries her over to the other side and lets her down so she doesn't get a kimono muddy. And then the two monks keep on walking for a while and after about a mile, the younger monk can contain himself no longer and he bursts out, you know, we're, we're monks, we're not supposed to touch women, do you know, and you picked her up and you carried her over and, and put her on the other side and the, and the older monk turns to him and smiles and says, I put her down one while ago, you're still carrying her. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good, a good little story that, that sort of demonstrates the distinction between detachment and non-attachment. But the other Zen story um, it's called uh, Loving Kindness and it's about uh, an old woman who um, uh, supported a monk in the forest on her farm, on her property for many, many years and fed him and gave him shelter and so on. He lived as, as a hermit and uh, one day she decided she wanted to test how he was going, like what his insight was. I don't, I, there's a lot of flaws in the story, but anyway, we'll go ahead. Um, so she then um, asked her 16-year-old niece, you know, to go up to him to the hermitage and put her head in his lap and say, well, what, what now? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the monk responds in this very um, detached, um, poetic kind of way along the lines of... Um, a flower can't grow on a cold rock in winter. In other words, he's poetically expressing, I have no, no desire for you whatsoever. And uh, so the young woman comes back and tells her aunt, and the aunt says, to think that I've spent all that time and money on this wastrel for so many years, you know, and that um, 
he knew not need not have um, responded sexually to you, but he didn't even express any compassion. And uh, she went to his hut and shooed him off the, the property and burnt his hut down. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying to this group the other day, because we were talking about attachment theory, how people bond with one another, that he probably had a an avoidant attachment style and he was perfecting it through being a, a hermit. <laughs> but maybe the old woman's um, intervention wasn't a particularly wise one or effective one. But um, of course we talk about attachment in Buddhism in a negative sense, like to be clinging to something. Right? That's the way we use it there. Um, but we also use the word in a diff- very different way in psychology out of attachment theory, which means um, our, our ability to bond, you know, and connect with other people and feel comfortable around people, as well as feeling comfortable alone. So the words have a different meaning in Buddhism and psychotherapy. But uh, the thing that surprised me is that I made the distinction between detachment in the Buddhist sense and non-attachment and um, detachment looks like non-attachment, but it's not the real thing. Detachment is kind of um, what the, um, the old woman in the story is railing against in the monk, who's just aloof. You know, he's not, not connecting, he's, al- he's aloof, uh, which is a form of separateness. And uh, some people, particularly I think maybe people who have avoidant styles, in their relationships um, can be attracted to Buddhism and Buddhist practice and think that it's about being detached from the world, like you're aloof and you keep yourself kind of separate and so on. Um, but what is the, in the Zen tradition anyway, is, is the, true, um, the true form of living a life in a free way is to be non-attached. You know, that means you're not, you're not avoiding anything, you're not grasping at anything, you're not avoiding anything. So it's kind of like you, you're engaging in the world fully and you're engaging in the moment fully. Uh-huh. It's kind of similar to that Christian saying or Western saying of um, being, being in the world but not of the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can... People can come and go, things can come and go, moments can come and go, but you're not standing back from it. You're actually fully, fully 100% engaged in that coming and going, you know. And in a relationship sense, um, to be non-attached in a Zen sense is to um, give yourself completely to a relationship or give yourself completely to that moment of the relationship whether it's friendship or whether it's romantic or whatever, is to be completely present to it because to be um, completely intimate is to be completely present. So if we're forgetting the self, if the, the experience of Zen is to forget the self, um, then in forgetting the self, that's a really non-attached kind of experience, like you, you, you're forgetting yourself in the intimacy of the moment. <coughs> It's, that's true intimacy. Um, it's true giving. So attachment looks like 
non-attachment, but it's not quite the same as holding oneself back. And often when people do that, um, it's a kind of defence against the world. And people can, this is talked about a lot in Zen books, in the Chinese and Japanese literature, and the, the, um, the teachers are always on the lookout for it, of monks who would just go, they may have been very good at going into a very deep, quiet, samadhi kind of experience, but it's just kind of like a bubble of peace that they go into and they, they find a some kind of security in that inner experience. But the teachers would be onto that and they try to shake people out of it. That's when they shout at them and hit them with sticks. <laughs> it's like it's a trap. They used to call it a, um, a cave you know, that you get trapped in because you, you get a certain kind of peace but there's still a rigidity there. You can't actually engage with other people or engage with the world in any kind of fluid kind of way. And um, yes, so they would uh, they would beat detachment out of them. 